0: Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 7, you will hear stories from our 8th collection, Lost and Found. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at RandallJones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Instincts, by Marcy Spencer Brooke's life had changed. Her dad's drinking habits forced her and her mom to move to a safer home. My once bubbly granddaughter entered the first grade withdrawn, lost, and confused. She fell prey to classroom harassment. We talked about the mean jokes at school. I thought I offered empathetic words, but I guess not. My intentions were good, but misunderstood. She thought that I'd been around so long that I'd forgotten how hard it was to be a kid. We separated to busy ourselves while we thought about things. I weeded the garden, Brooke cleaned the homing pigeon loft. She'd help me tend the white doves many times when we'd catch them before a training session or ceremonial release. They'd circle a wedding or special event as a symbol of hope and peace, like the doves at the Olympics, then fly home. Brooke placed the doves on the platform outside the window to exercise in the sun while she cleaned the rows of nesting boxes. She gently netted each one as it lifted from its perch raining a flurry of white feathers. Scoop, net, release, scrape. Scoop another, net again, release outside, scrape some more. She developed a rhythm. Absorbed in her duties, Brooke was unaware that a sharp-shinned hawk with its long, narrow wings banked around tree branches and headed toward the loft. Homers strutted on the rooftop after exercise loops over the pond some preened, others rested. As the hawk dropped in for the kill, his quarry burst into flight as one mass flock. Downy white feathers dusted the air. The hawk singled out his target, lowered his talons, and pinned his victim to the ground. "'Leave my birds alone!' shrieked Brooke. "'Get out of here! Find your dinner somewhere else!' Unsure of his own safety, the startled hawk left as fast as he came. Those doves were under her care and she was not going to let them get hurt. The hawk, however, was not giving up easily. The lone dove, dazed but not injured, rejoined the flock. The confused birds flew in loose, uncoordinated circles, but their instinct was to fly home to their safe house with its food and shelter. Pairs of tiny feet lowered onto the loft roof while the hawk scouted out his next move from a nearby poplar tree. Bright white, easy-to-see fast food dinners were within his reach. After migrating south ahead of winter winds, he was hungry. Get in the loft, guys, Brooke pleaded. Go inside where he can't get you. She wanted them to enter the window like they always did after a long flight. Don't dally. Not today but they sat frozen in fear clinging to the edge of their roof. With high pitched calls, sounding like kill, 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 the hawk advanced. Two quick wing beats pumped before easing into a glide. Two more crisp wing beats, then a glide moved him closer. Two more, a glide, two more, a glide. The hawk was confident in his plan, but so was Brooke. She planted her feet and screamed as he narrowed the distance. As the hawk entered his dive, she hurled inner tubes, insect repellent cans, and tennis balls left after the summer's fun. The hawk had never seen such a wild creature. He veered off, returning to his lofty vantage point. Twice more, announcing his entry with intense cries, the hawk attempted his attack and dodged torpedo life jackets, oars, and water bottles. Hawk and girl squared off, he closer to heaven with perfect eyesight, and she, guarding her flight team, lined up shoulder to shoulder with lakeshore oddities. She faced their enemy like a leader on a battlefield. Wild commotion broke the silence behind her. Turning around, she saw the whole flock flying right at her. A second hawk had attacked from the rear. How dare you, shouted Brooke like a beaver flapping his wide tail in alarm, she raised an oar and smacked it hard on the surface of the pond. A cannon had fired on the battlefield. Hawk number two flew west. Hawk number one also left flying who knows where. The scattered doves gradually landed on the sill and re-entered their clean loft. They were safe at home protected by a little girl sergeant ready to defend their Alamo. I had heard the commotion. Naturally, my grand maternal instincts urged me to run and help Brooke with her battle. But she seemed confident, determined. My heart whispered to my soul, That's my girl. Is everything all right, honey? I asked, approaching from the garden. Mm-hmm. Brooke hummed a tune while she finished dusting off Duff and Dander from the nesting boxes. I'm almost finished, she said. Feeling better? You know, Nana, she said, sometimes you just gotta face your problems. Stay cool and stand strong. And when others depend on you, you have to believe in yourself protective instincts, it seems, helped Brooke find her inner strength and self-confidence again more effective, I suppose, than any words of wisdom from someone who had been around so long. Copyright 2023, Marcy Spencer. A native of Asheville, North Carolina, now living an old fort, Marcy Spencer grew up on land that her great-grandfather refused to sell to George Vanderbilt for the Biltmore Estate. She worked as a nurse practitioner in the fields of cardiology, family medicine, and overseas medical missionary service. After hiking hundreds of miles, volunteering for the park service, and earning certification as a naturalist environmental educator, Marcy wrote Clingmans Dome, Highest Mountain in the Great Smokies, Pisgah National Forest, a history. Nantahala National Forest A History, and Pisgah Inn, all published by Arcadia History Press. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the eight anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project, Find the link to our online store at RandallJones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.